0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 131 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back. I'm Ben, and once again, I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. Be- oh, 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 you're on the other side because of the camera. Oh, the mirrored. That is upsetting. Normally, <laughs> I think I'm mirrored. Oh, this is weird. Um, oh, yeah, you're already right around. Yeah. Anyway, hello, Ben. Extra hello. extra points for the Christmas sweater on the go.
1: Thank you. Uh, you, you did provide this to me many years ago, and it's the <laughs> Blood Tithe Christmas sweater, which it I enjoy.
0: Makes a lot, um, a lot of sense.
1: I did pick up an Orc one recently as well. But um, oh. I've got to bust out the corn. So yeah,
0: definitely. And we are also joined by To Extraordinaire, three D printing and Blood Bowl three correspondent Ian Triple Power Triple Uh Ian needs no Christmas attire because his room is the inside of a Christmas tree. If you ever saw a faraway tree as a child, Ian lives in the Christmas <laughs> version of it. We
2: are definitely fully Christmas themed with the lights tonight.
0: <laughs> Have you got the Christmas tree yeah. up, Ian?
1: Uh, Christmas In the house. tree is up. Yeah,
0: I was going to say. Speaking of festive rooms, I like where you are, Ben. Is it the first time? Oh on yeah, the... this is the first time from the studio. The studio is not finished. Let me just bounce over to the big camera. Uh, yeah, so it's the Christmas episode. So we're filming this a little bit before Christmas. So I'm hoping to have done a video for the Patreons before this goes live, even on the Patreon feed. But doing doing some more work on the studio. Oh my god! Look at that. <laughs> We've got wow. some significant lighting <laughs> on the go. Uh, definitely, that's all Trips' fault. That's all Trips' fault. So, still lots of work to do, but um, yeah, give it a little, little tour of the studio. Oh, my, you can do the full 360 look at yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I need to hide the cable, obviously. Uh, this <laughs> is the door. There was a gap above it. It is now mostly sealed, which helps massively nice. with the heat massively with the heat then over here we're going to have the l-shaped desk that i've got actually upstairs in the office at the moment so more Calax units i have to finish off the wall here but i've been finishing the ceiling today so i can put camera mounts there which is pretty cool and then we'll do the whole whole sweep all the way around to the other side where we've got a big desk and i think if we zoom in you can see both (coughs) my kitchen and my pride and joy, the concrete mixer. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
1: that's too visible. <laughs> was... Concrete mix was not what I was thinking of. I'm just like, was it going to be living room, Christmas right. tree? I don't know. Right. Concrete right.
0: I you can probably see the Christmas tree. Uh, yeah, but this is the the kind of hobby desk that's set up. We've got the big wall there, which will be the back fill. And then uh, the desks are all a bit squiffy at the moment because I'm here, but oh, this is the pitch I'm working on.
1: Oh God, that's, so good. That is that's the, so good.
0: That's the pitch. And then what we'll have is we'll have two desks here. Uh, well, three desks there. And it will go the full full kit and caboodle here with chairs either side, which we how we set, had it set up before. But we are getting there with the studio, which is cool. Um, it's kind of the race against the baby. Because as we're recording at the moment, the baby's not here, but I'm hoping by the time this has gone out, she will be. that's that's terrifying (laughs) yeah she might not be though uh because of the due date and like how long it can go like this was a horrifying prospect that my boss checked him with me today he was like oh you know off then for the end of this week ben i was like well i don't know like he was like what do you mean you don't know i was like oh i'm not allowed to go off until she turns up so i might just be working next week He was like have you got you got got anything to do i was like well yes and he was like oh well, okay (laughs) Yeah. Like oh, yeah, always you... answer yes to that question quickly. Like, well, that's what said. I was like, I've always yeah. got stuff to do, but I have handed over most things and he was like, Okay, well don't 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 over-pressure yourself trying to find work, but all right. I was like, ah, oh, cheers. Cheers guy. Like yeah. I'll be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a ceiling to finish. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do have a ceiling to finish. Although, can we see let me see? I did get some work on the camera rigging today, actually zoom out we go left we go right it's my packer's helmet there uh i got this working today you can see my beautifully drilled hole there uh it's okay i can't judge yeah no i didn't cut that i just got the biggest drill i could so the usb nice. cable goes through and a shelf bracket and that is where the overhead camera will go got the dice cam there already and um yeah so I had i played with that today which was pretty good
1: uh, got to the point. Uh,
0: where
1: I'm happy. Sorry, it just reminds me as well. Like, I, I, I guess we're we're talking about a hobby, but it reminds me of my uh my improv arm that I'm working on. Ah!
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love that you we, just we randomly build... messaged us as well, and you're like, yeah, built this with stuff and bucks. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we're both doing a bit of ghetto camera setups at the moment, which is quite cool. Um, but I'm just, I want to have something more permanent, but I don't want to buy an expensive camera yet. I don't stream enough to justify that right now, but um. Yeah, i like to have something set up so I can just turn it on. And I found this old arm that had a light attached to it. Ripped the light out because it's broken. Uh, I had this old phone mount, which was broken, but this bit works. So this can go on the end. And to get it to fit, I've got some Milliput and a paintbrush, <laughs> which I snapped off. <laughs> so I've got this end here, which fits right into the end there. And then this attaches onto there. And I actually have an articulated ball joint. <laughs> so and hold the camera? Yes, and this holds the camera for for phone, for vertical filming, if it's like for Instagram or something. And then for horizontal filming, I have an L-shaped one. (laughs) (laughs) Also check in there. And I have a ball and socket joint on that as well. So yeah, there you go. And it holds it firmly. That is fantastic. I'm so proud. (laughs) You should be.
0: And always they say that necessity is the mother of invention or something like that.
2: But I, I think I, exactly.
0: it's yeah, the proper, proper MacGyvering, that is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I like the Richard Dean Harris gif that went into the chat with that one, Trips. But like, when, when you get into photography, and, or when I say when you get into photography, when you see how product photography is done, or if you've got a friend who's a photographer, and you go to a shoot in any way, shape or form, it is like literally everything is jury rigged in every possible way. It's just like, it's baffling. One One of our friends did photography at college, university? One of them. And I remember going and helping out with some shoots and I was just like, this is the least professional thing I've ever seen. Like there are just bits of wood taped together to get the right height. I was like, what is this? Like I expected to see like, you know, equipment and they were like, No, no, we don't have the I don't have the funds for equipment at the university that teaches photography. So we just have to find things and make it work. I was like, oh okay. And then literally like but Ben when we started doing stuff you were like, yeah, I've taped this to the top of my camera mount to make the microphone <laughs> order or something. I was like, Do you know what? That is exactly how it works. Works. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's brilliant. So <laughs> yours looks a little bit more professionally done, I've got to say. But it blooming it does
0: not like you have bars the bars you are important. Adju- yeah the bars are important i think and that is oh, well to be fair this one's jury rigged you can't see it but that's just one small pole inside the big pole with tape because nice. i ran out of i just didn't want to buy an extra pole to be honest <laughs> <And that's laughs>
1: sorry like, you run out of pole, pole we've all been there yeah, yeah shower
0: curtains you can see my terrible joint at the top there as well which is terrible But, hopefully, none of that will be visible. That's my laptop. That's that. And that's the camera angle I'm going with today. So, yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. It's been fun playing out here this afternoon. Um, The thing I haven't got sorted yet is the audio. Um, Because we were talking about mic, like, getting boom mics and everything. And I... Well, to be honest, until the rails were up, I was like, I've got nothing to attach it to. Like, we don't really have any lighting in here yet. I've just got those... Well Ben you're familiar with the USB panel oh, the panel lights yep. yeah yeah so i've got one facing up there one facing at me here the, the up these these are amazing like they light like the whole room however like it's just not i don't i've no idea how to light it properly uh, but nah, once it's one, you know lighting and, and microphone i've got even less idea which is upsetting because i'm starting to get renowned for poor audio quality because everything oh, Ch- we had an
2: audiophile in the group though who would probably have an uber amount of fun
1: doing it ben come mm. round and optimize the audio set come on mm. i'll give it a go i'm an audiophile if, if i if i can play with the tech but i don't want to buy it myself
0: i don't mind buying stuff i just just every time we yeah. bought stuff it's just mostly been bad and even like the time we got there the wireless mics and they were a good few hundred pounds and i was like oh this will be this will be good enough it was bad i had to go back to wired ones which i can't find anymore yeah
1: we'll we'll work it out suggestions in chat as well because we're still pretty we're all pretty new to it so
0: yes yeah please help (laughs) (laughs) anyway other than studio nonsense what are we talking about on the christmas episode
1: just our Christmas wish list. What we're going to be wanting from Blood Bowl, and also like personally for hobby, not just like what we want for Christmas, but <laughs> what we want to get out of it for next year, and what we want to get out of Blood Bowl next year.
0: Uh, and I guess we should say the Milton is not here, um, and we'll we'll let you come up with a fun story as to why, and 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 put it in Discord. I think that would make a nice Christmas session. (laughs) A Christmas Milton conspiracy would be absolutely magic. Yeah. Right. We've actually got a little bit of Blood Bowl news. So let's bounce into that and then onwards and upwards. Okay. Not a huge amount of Blood Bowl news, uh, but they did reveal I've lost the mouse. Where's the mouse? That's on my screen. The mouse to be on this screen somewhere. There we go. There we go. High tech. Um, released a new star player, or at least previewed a new star player. This is Skitter Stab Stab is returning. Um and yeah. <laughs> first things first, before we jump into um the fact that uh I think one of the top comments on the on the video was um oh good, Skaven and Underworld needed uh, some help. Mm. Um Skill a stab, stab a star player got to run out. what well, a star player scaven assassin to be fair death death master skitch snitch on the pitch, which is pretty cool. Uh, first things first, what do you guys think of the model? I think it's cool. I, I think
1: it. I think possibly Milton said it could have been a comment that said it doesn't scream star player like some of the others do, but I think that's kind of the point. He is an assassin, you know. If he's there and like. Being too big and loud and proud, not really um assassin assassiny. But I, I think he's cool. I think he's very like unique looking.
2: His nice dynamic pose for sure. He's he definitely yeah. uh, got that got that down. And and I think that comment's right. He doesn't jump out and and scream star player. But the assassin models are all big cloak sneaking around, sharp pointy thing.
0: I do love that all the assassin models have got giant Batman folks on. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's like, oh, subtle. It's the person dressed as the blanket. They're the one trying to kill you. <laughs> <clears throat> Two massive knives. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, it doesn't really work. Um I think it's cool. I like the model. I like the what I like what they're doing. I love that they brought him back. Now this is the difficult thing for me, is I am outrageously biased when it comes to scaven star players. So I love it. More gutter runners is more better. I like that he's got knives, I like that he's stabby. This makes me nervous. Where's my finger? Mm. The, the 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 ankle, the single point
1: single
0: they, point. Yeah. They
1: really love doing this for star players, don't they? I like big guys, like all the 4 old models. Like one foot only.
0: I think Has it is just the ankle, like just yeah. that. Just the ankle is the only point that's kind of keeping it keeping it alive, which which makes me a little bit nervous. But I mean, like I said Ben, an, they always do it. Sorry, is it an ogre
1: chest plate? He's jumping
0: off. Of? Yeah, it is an ogre gut plate. Yeah. That's Bounding off a discarded ogre gut plate, brandishing his twin knives. Uh, his cloak is stitched with tons of little blades billowing out. Yeah, that's cool. You know, that is very Batman. Um. Okay, so Ratman himself. I think they had a bit of cost reveal as well, didn't they, Trips? Uh, I think yeah, 150 G-
2: uh, GP and movement nine and edge two plus as well. I think so. Yay for everyone who doesn't <laughs> like Skaven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh. All right, let's 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 dive into it. Let's dive into it. So Hackflam has been um, shadow banned, I think, is how I kind of talked about it on the yeah. video. You know, you've got the megastar tax. Most tournaments are taxing the heck out of Hackflame, And it, it's not... I mean, he's very, very, very good. I, I think it's more of a fun tax than anything else, right? We're just bored of seeing him all the time. Um, that's weird. Um, so introducing a cheaper scoring threat. I mean, I'm I'm assuming 150k that this guy is strength two, which makes him a little bit less egregious, right? Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't think the strength was the weakness. <laughs> like it was really not really a problem, was it? Like <laughs> it was the fact that he is movement nine and uh, the agility. Yeah, it was like I, I think Hackflem wasn't as much of a problem on Scaven teams because you already have the gutters. Yes, it was quite specifically, I think, Underworld, and other teams that could take him. Um, and like, like you know, Chaos Dwarf or whatever. Um, so this isn't really much for difference because you know, add one plus is kind of the same
0: as two plus <laughs> yeah. in the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. he's gonna come with Mike. dodge. He's gonna be add two plus. He's gonna be movement nine. It's just, it's just, it's just that. And I mean, the 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 thing is like. The best thing here is that someone was like, and I thought you would appreciate this, Trips. They were like, ooh, Norse. 1,150 with a standard Norse team and a gutter runner. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I
2: think with the price of him at 150 gold pieces, I think you will find a lot of teams and a lot of different builds you can get him in without it being... A star and his buddies, it will mm. be a good team with an interesting star.
1: It's like the price of a big guy.
0: Yeah. If you're taking an unreliable big guy, you can take a scorer. <clears throat> That's literally the case. Like Norse is a great example, or Chaos is a great example. It's like, what do you want? Do you want a Minotaur? Or do you want a Gutter Runner? And when it comes to tournaments, the fact that he's going to be soaking up your SPP really means nothing. The fact that he's going to get murdered, really means nothing um i think it's i think it's i think it's 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 very 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 powerful i don't think it's possible to overstate that right now because yeah he gives he's just a cheaper version of hackflam he's not like you said ben he's not one plus you know and he's not strength three we're assuming he's going to be strength two which is better and easier to defend against um he's a toned down version of hackflam but at two-thirds of the price and it is uh it is interesting um but i mean with the the regions rules like with the key keywords there's not really anything they can do what i mean what can they do they can bring in interesting stars but there's where there's so many teams that have got so much access there's always going to be a broken combo um so it's it's really tough because like goblins as we've seen from the winning percentage need some help this a cheaper version of a scoring threat, you know, is is really interesting because they can yeah, afford it's... him and then 80k's, they can afford him and bomber or and fungus.
1: Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's possibly a bit problematic. Do you think he's
0: going to be immediately megastarred? I don't think he'll be immediately megastarred by Games Workshop. There's mm. still, waiting, still waiting for Cindy to be megastarred.
1: Yeah, true. That's really true. Yeah, interesting.
2: I th- I think we'll see him a lot at tournaments in three or four months. I mean, admittedly, he's got to actually be officially released yet. And with GW stock levels <laughs> and star players coming out, he could. This could be like the ultimate long tease for. Uh, yeah, here is a stabby gutter runner,
0: which you can see in October. Is it the? I think the Tree Man might hold the the longest record for that. Yeah, that, yeah. that was that was infamous, wasn't it? Like, yeah. like the Crocsagor took the longest to come out, but they hadn't they didn't show the model off.
2: Yeah, I think the Tree Man was in two Christmas
0: previews for the week. like. That's <laughs> a tough one so anyway big fan of uh extra model and it's really well done and uh, ben, i i don't know if you've been noticing but like all the forge world painting oh it's great has been really good because the game the bubble blah, 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 blah models for a little while the paint jobs were not great right no but now they have they, every single one of these stars and we're getting them at a good clip are real good
1: yeah, these are like heavy metal jobs, like mm. like that. Those um, triangles on the coat. Oh, sorry, the loincloth, whatever, and the coat.
0: Really good. I hadn't so even neat. considered that. So, in yeah. the way of in the way of star player news, uh, trips, Blood Bowl three had a little bit of an update, didn't they? Including yeah. another stabby star. Yeah. So uh,
2: uh, we've got today is uh, season three, day two. Uh and so by the time this comes out everyone will be well into having seen the new faction, which is undead. Um, but yeah, a new star has come along with Blood Bowl 3, um Hawken Heartripper, uh, who is a hundred and seventy K Dark
0: Elf assassin. Oh, that's right. When um yes, of course. Now he's live. We can see his stats and skills and everything, can't we? Oh yeah. Um,
2: so he's movement seven, strength three, edge two plus, passing four plus, and armor eight plus with the same skills that he had before. So that's uh dodge, uh stab, uh mighty uh mul- multiple block, yeah, and
0: leap shadowing. Um, difficult... Pardon? Shadowing as well. And shadowing as well, yes. Yeah. I was gonna say that's the that's the the elf, the dark elf the... assassin. Yeah skill set so movement seven dodger with edge two plus wonderful really useful multiple block and stab um uh, <laughs> it's gonna be useful i mean the good thing here is that 170k uh and this is assuming that the stats and stuff don't change between blood Bowl three and tabletop which we have seen already because uh, yeah squid face has one worse agility on blood Bowl three Baffling, absolutely baffling that one. um But I think 170k, you get a star player that's actually a not like a, an omni threat. But if you can stab stuff, you can stab stuff. You've got a good opportunity at stab blitz. You've got a good opportunity at double stab on the on the open up. And then worst case scenario, you've just got a dodge assassin. With we, Lee. with Lee, yeah.
2: yeah, he he he's gonna be an interesting star from a defensive point of view because you really will be able to move him around the board and potentially then chase things down with shadowing or hold them in place so that's that there's there's potential for that to be an interesting dark elf assassin which is not is something so he... much as the dark elf assassin is very rarely seen
1: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say is he just available to elven kingdoms uh yes i think so yeah yeah I oh, guess oh, that, oh. That, that, it's always such an annoying price point 170k <laughs> for elves only it's just like uh, you never get that so especially against the teams where you'd want stab <laughs> you never get that yeah you're you really only gonna get that when you're like a witch elf and a, or and a blitzer down at which point you're probably going i don't really And, want you're probably, happen. and if you're down you're probably playing against like orcs or like yeah. chaos or something like that and like again if you want to play scaven in underworld, this would be great, like multiple block stabber against those teams. Yeah. Awesome, but you're yeah, never going to be lower TV or 100k below lower scaven team. I imagine. Right.
0: The only thing I can think of is is being, you know, 1100 TV against a 1400 league team, 1300 league team, Um and in those matchups, it's it's, it's highly likely you're just going to want to take it a traveling apothecary.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So you've got some yeah. semblance of a team at the end of it.
2: Yeah. The thing I, I really like, and you said it in your video, Ben, was the best thing about this is um, you you play a team that stick uh, some chaff on the line and uh, you're receiving the ball and you go, yes, I shall stick my multi-stabbing uh, guy on the line of scrimmage. I can get two stabs. Nothing can go wrong. Literally nothing can go wrong. Yeah. And then I'll work out what to do with the rest of the 10
1: players. <clears throat> mm.
0: That's what makes me think that this guy is going to be um, way seen way more in in tournaments than actually in league yeah i like, yeah. i like him i think he's a cool design i think it's just great he's not egregious it's a it's a flavorful pick um but in league i don't think he's giving you anything you don't really already have um i think Glorial is a better pick in league or I mean, As- asperon thorn if you're playing blood ball three is just the guy's awesome yeah um you know but Glorial for 150 if you want to take a player she gives you premier thrower so you get a thing in tawnies though i mean it was at uh it was a sandball i took snotlings and ended up playing against dark elves and the guy was running two assassins and i was like wow you're running assassins and he was like well everyone's running underworld and snotlings and that's just premier like every i just get i just get i just stab stuff because so every
1: would yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And he was bang I'd on the money.
1: it. So.
0: exactly. Yeah. That's what he was like. Well, just all I have to do is roll a six and you know it's
2: crap. It was
0: uh it was clever. So I, I can see him being useful there's a bit of a meta chaser, um, which is interesting. Uh although I think Ivan is gonna be great for destroying this guy here. Mm-hmm. Ivan, the animal death shroud, he's also landed on Blood Bowl 3, and he's just awesome. He's been great for my vampires and i think we saw him at uh Ball as well in a couple of rosters and he's just a tank yeah, he's brilliant Strength for block and tackle he don't need anything else and he's moving six as well so it's not like he's lazy he's lazy so it's like it's perfect for hunting hackflame it's perfect for hunting stabby boy yeah mm-hmm. i really like it so we also saw a grim iron jaw And Bryce the Slice Cambule. Now, Grim Ironjaw and Stabby McGee for Dark Elves have got one very important skill in in concert, don't they? They've got multiple block, which I think, Trips, according to the read-up, is the last skill left to be implemented in Blood Bowl 3. It's the last skill left to be implemented, although I did try
2: and have a Stabby multi-block uh today and stab does not appear to be working so <laughs> multiple block appears to be working but stab is not working so. at least they're consistently unreliable right yeah. hopefully it'll be uh, just a quick patch and sorted out we had um we had some interesting issues at the start of season two after a patch where like weather was on a 1d6 for three or four days and
1: what <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, which, which meant basically I think I played three games in a row when I got 50 50 to not have a bad yeah. weather. Oh um, I don't know that's quite one.
1: fun,
0: that's quite fun. One? <laughs> it's
2: it's not quite fun when you play three
0: games in a row and nearly all of your players get a heat exhaustion. <laughs> Actually, that's very, very, very fair. Um, okay, Ben, uh, how much would you bet that NACOM designed the Games Workshop stock system?
1: Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> what is it with? Uh, legion legions imperialis Bob yeah oh, I couldn't get it that he's uh, is... been waiting on it for a while and then it just got like an email today being like no nope, you're not gonna get it at all due sorry. to an
0: it issue there's no stock left uh you're not getting you're not getting legions in... whoa <laughs>
1: what's going on there that's really uh, bad
0: it is now, not
1: even like uh we're reprinting some you'll have it soon not even that it's just no we've run out sorry
2: And we are very sad for Craig, but there is a very important lesson that we should all learn from this. If you're making a pre order, order it from Entoyment. Because if you get an order agreed with from Entoyment, you will get your stock fulfilled.
0: That is very, that is something very good about Entoyment. I think the Outpost had an issue. Um, And I think the the difficult thing is that where Craig ordered it from, it's only a small shop. It's not like they got, it's not like they got five copies but they sold 10. i think they just didn't get five copies i think they just didn't
2: get any
0: of their stock that yeah. they ordered, which is pretty pretty troubling at the moment um but i mean i'm not I'm not sold on legions imperialis anyway so i think he might have dodged a bullet there mm. um the, the timing of it you know for for me I think I dodged a bullet as well, because um, I probably, like, if this had, if this had come out at mere weeks after they showed it off, I think I would have been £200 poorer, um, but it kind of, like, six years later, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm fine, um, <clears throat> which I kind of dodged that bullet as well, but, uh, I mean, the, what was it you were saying before we started recording trips about Surprise Games Workshop pre-order announcements oh, now yeah, for the end of the year? Was-
2: this time it was this time last week we did the podcast I was all excited to order the new Munda book at the weekend sat down ready to do it at Entoyment new website all up and loaded just thought I'll just check the preview and just read through what's in it and they subtly changed the Sunday preview and added in some dates of this is on the preview next week and this is on preview the week after and then we've seen it again this week where the preview is previewing pre-orders over the next two weeks um and and things to to come out both for the 16th and the 23rd so there's definite stock issues um uh, going on with the system Is it the kill team one
0: yes it's really tough because the like the promo pictures for the kill team look really good uh but i'm not <laughs> not when they show the kit like this, um, it just looks like a. It looks like, it looks like a Lucas video game, <laughs> levels.
1: It um, does, yeah. like the the Jedi fighting one, from like yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh yes, of course there are square platforms here. Uh, yeah. like I believe yeah. this. Um, yeah,
2: to yeah. me that looks like oh, why I've so under tra- terrain and what I should use that for. Because I do not need to repeat that.
0: Well, it was because uh, they dropped a little like they they. I tell you what, their thumbnail game is on point in Games Workshop land. The Com Warcom team are just wonderful. I mean, look at that. That is lovely. Look at that. That is lovely. Like the shots they get with the terrain are brilliant. And then, um, yeah, it's like oh yeah, it looks like the kind of game. Do you know? It looks like the kind of game you get at, 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 at W H Smiths or, or do you know? Kind of like. Woolworths that's like 16 pounds fifty and it's called Marine Space Game. And you're like, oh cool. And you buy it and you spray it up and you add Trips' new fancy oils and it looks really good. Uh ooh, the God, death I Leapers. Hope I'm never on the
1: receiving end of a roast from you, Ben. <laughs> <It's on
0: point. laughs> uh OSC trips, pre-order for the twenty-third of December. Yeah. Ooh, no Christmas tyranids for you. No.
2: Well
1: these were yeah, the
2: boxes. Yeah, that so they pushed the the Munda order back to this weekend and then they've previewed some stuff for this weekend and next weekend um will you be
0: getting one of the police cars?
2: Uh I will not be getting the police car and uh, as someone pointed out every vehicle in Munda comes with uh, no health and safety warning for the driver who just gets his head mm. stuck out so it's bit but there is the made to order bowl in there as well yeah i mean with a warning that it could be up to 180 days
1: before it turns up I say that.
0: Oh, that is uh that is uh that is a long time for it's an interesting one because like cheerleaders and stuff like that they are really cool models they're really cool designs but they are so superfluous in the game in in so many ways the, the prospect of waiting six months for them is is it's is very low priority. However, yeah, the Minotaur is a very popular model because it is a very cool take. And I mean, the, each of the individual sculpts are really, really good. So if you have got one of these teams and you need a Christmas tree or something like that, then it's actually a pretty fun extra for your team. I do like the referees as well. So I love that they're bringing them back, Um, but it is a very low priority one. I think, and that that that's gonna see us through to Christmas now, and that's it. That's it for Christmas. Yeah, that's it. So th- this is the missing book, is it, Trips? That that's the missing book. Yes, that belongs.
2: Uh, that belongs with uh, with Baby Yoda. Yeah, belongs belongs in the gap. Red, ready for it already. I <laughs> uh, love
0: it. So um, on that note, under uh, Undead are out on Blood Bowl 3. Was there anything exciting in the patch notes or anything, Trips, other than...
2: Um, no, just fixed a few budget bugs, sorted out some, some bits and pieces, and uh, yeah, season three is off and running.
0: Cool. Um, I'm hoping to play some more Blood Bowl 3 at some point, so I'm, I'm glad there's an extra team. We must be nearly halfway there now. Anyway, I think we spend a couple of minutes looking at Hobby, and then we talk about what we want to see released next year okay hobby time i've showed off the studio that's been my hobby with the exception of that amazon team that i've been painting do you know i spent some time and i started painting in models all 16 amazons they're all pre-colored i used um the speed paint bone paint uh as mm. like the color and I, I love the effect it's got so now i could just paint inside the lines um because that's going to be one of the teams for the boner championship and i love the punga team so i'm like yep this is going to be my little team to paint as i go through the carnage of a newborn uh this is going to be my little thing i'm going to try the ian warham hannah method and just strap the child to me and ignore it's there um which apparently is is optimistic uh but yeah, we'll see. Anyway, that's what I've been painting and building a studio. <gasps> ben has done some paint. I mean, it's his job, so that's good. But Ben, mm. you have been doing some painting of things. Tell yes. us, tell us words.
1: Uh, so brush title orders still going strong. Oh, um, look at it. Look at the, look at the print lines. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, this is one I've just I'm finishing up. Um, the guy that's for has been emailed these, so I'm not giving <laughs> not giving them away without that but um yeah so this is the one i'm recently doing Gribo chaos chosen it's a really cool team actually i think if i were to have a chaos chosen team this would be the team i get um which usually i'm not like super sold on a lot of grubo stuff but i think they nailed the chaos chosen team
0: it's a it's an older meme but it checks out it's an older team yeah. but it checks out yeah. Um,
1: it... yeah especially the revitalized resin stuff like these have metal blockers um which i don't know if that's on the actual team i think it might just be a preference um but uh yeah they the person wanted them painted in the style of rain from mortal Kombat. so i don't know if you guys are familiar but yeah this is this is the scheme um with like purple cracks through the my usual cracked base method um oh yeah that's awesome
0: that is mm. very cool i was mostly yeah, so triggered be... by the lack of a black edge but
1: well that yeah that's fine. that's what i was going to say they still need the black rim um that's that's it's still work in progress so Oh, yeah, I've I got was... one more day on this
0: one, then it'll be done. It's it's beautiful. I'm gonna segue. Did you listen to Top, Trapped Under Plastic, yeah,
1: uh, not the most recent one that you linked me. BS. Yes.
0: No. Um, in one of them I was listening to the other day. Uh, John, who is the older one, just flipped out and was like, "I oh no 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 it wasn't I was watching one of his videos where he was painting up a Necron Lord and the the edge he was like trying to do like the box art and he was like <laughs> except the bases." black bases only and i was like
1: yes yeah yeah
0: i love that guy and he's also the one who's just randomly like yeah so i ended up playing magic the gathering again i'm like i get you i get you um <laughs> anyway no, 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 no apart from the bases uh the blending is just outrageous dude and the way the gold pops is unnecessary <laughs> <laughs>
1: my new favorite paint I send the guys before we started filming it's a uh, dark star brass if you guys haven't tried dark star metals they're like so good i'm usually an advocate for like scale 75 or vallejo metal color but like these are like my new favorite ones um i've used steel for a while this is like one of my favorite paints uh, it's a really like dark irony steel um like very you know uh, yeah iron rich it's really like dark and muted but like still shines um
0: where does one get these paints from
1: uh anywhere i think i think i got these from element games um but they're made in uk The uk manufacturer um,
0: that's that's very cool i think i think yeah. i think we'll order some and do some uh do some do some show off um, yeah
1: it's, it's <clears> one coat job metal which is <gasps> always a win if Ooh. i need two coats i'm not
0: interested in yeah. Ooh, yes i remember doing I, I went back the other week because i was feeling very uninspired i was looking through some of the the fun videos that we've made and i went got to the quick pass one because i had quite a good fun time editing it and during that i had a little blip where i was like right i need to get some silver and I picked up like eight games workshop silvers i was like no 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 and i went and got the vallejo melted crayon color or whatever it was and it's just Nothing amazing <laughs> yeah but they, some of them have the consistency of milk it's, you've got a really tough choice with metallics it's either like six pound for shiny milk or yeah, just tough, yeah. yeah just liquid plastic uh so that sounds that sounds very good but i mean um can i where's my where's my mouse i've lost my mouse there's the mouse click tab we'll come back to that the red fade here this is really nice as well
1: yeah this is the uh Greshnak. Uh proxy. Oh yeah, No, this is cool.
0: Love it. You, you there's some there's some un there's some really, really, really lovely technique here. Yeah? And yeah, I think we'll move away from it because it's upsetting me. <laughs> yeah, uh... it's so nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <If> you, upsetting. <laughs> you want to treat yourself over Christmas? Brush ties is still accepting orders. Ten percent off for Bonehead Podcast listeners Code yes. Bonehead. Yes. Ten percent off anything, includes commissions. So yep. Hit me up.
0: Do it, and, and, and as soon as you get a scheduled gap, Ben. Like <laughs> I have um, too many teams, and I'd be very happy to use the. Can I? Do I still get to use the code? I have, we haven't got. We haven't got like corporate rules here, but normally, you know, it's like when you do like a radio competition. It's like employees may not enter. Ow. Yeah. Um out. Sort
1: out. bono championships come up anyway. There'll be a few teams on that, I think.
0: Hopefully. Yes! I am super yeah. excited for that. Right. Other things that I think are just outrageously cool. Trips. I've done a bad job with this photo and made it portrait, not landscape, but talk us through this.
2: So I, I think we mentioned this on the, the, the last pod, the ability to have like a set of tiles with LEDs and lights running underneath them. and. I suddenly realized I had printed a few tiles which would work with LEDs and uh, a week later I have nearly filled a board with printed uh, lights I've tested the LEDs under them and they are very nice I think the orange and red that you suggested uh, Ben is going to be the color that I go with underneath them Um, so I'm slowly churning through the printing and the lovely big green arrow is the uh, mine minus sorting out of the the last piece of the jigsaw which was not too size but I managed to just change some size and uh, all sorted so about another three or four days of uh printer generating heat and i shall have all the tiles ready to be <laughs> uh, sprayed and washed
0: <laughs> how big is the corkboard is that 80 by 60 kind of size yes
2: yeah the argos yeah. special the Argos special, yes. And I have two yeah. of them, so uh, I shall be able to it, play different size uh, games on. So uh, nice. coming to coming to our gaming hobby yeah. needs next year is our Monday game, and I shall bring
0: you... proper terrain. Are they sized for Kilti? Like Gallo Dark size or what?
1: Yes. Is yeah, that, I, think, like, I think we said on the pod before, right? The, the, I think you found this first, Ben, right? The eighty by sixty Argos cork board is like, no, it's not eighty by sixty. Is it? It's the thirty-two by thirty by twenty-two. Yeah. Board, the Argos cork board is like pretty much perfect.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Was that not a Warhammer? Oh no, it was. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, they are like they are the Games Workshop standard. So.
0: Oh, that is so so cool. The only reason I asked, strips is because you got these the holes there. And I'm like, are they is that is that magnet hole? Are you gonna fill that in or you're not gonna fill that in and have the lights? Uh, so
2: they're for the tags, so um I can then mount um uh, sort of buildings onto them, but be able to pick and choose where the buildings go, and but then they won't slide around every time we move a mini. Ah uh, that is
0: yeah, that is awesome, man. That is some proper hobby. Bonehead yeah. Necromunda campaign coming up. Absolutely, I maintain that a little like 500, 600 credit mini gang sesh would be really good fun. And I wish to
2: rules are rules are half written, so they will be uh, finished off. And um, and then I I couldn't resist. I I had a small hobby purchase as well, the uh, rule book tabs. Um, there's a new set coming out for the new three Necromunda books, and as I have two, and I may have seen the third, uh, having had to pick up my own present from employment, um, i <laughs> got, They're on, in the post on the way to me now, so I'm looking forward to getting those, but they're really useful for the Munda books to be able to get through the rules uber
0: quickly. Do you know, they always say find a job, find a niche, find a need that will never run out. That's that's kind of why I ended up in management because there'll always be people, and when there's not people, gonna have a problem in food retail because there will always be a need for food. So I'm like, that's a pretty that's a pretty safe environment. That's gonna go on for a long time, probably not as long as the need for more rulebook tabs when Necromunda is concerned. <laughs>
2: I, I literally will have filled an entire Calyx cell with Necromunda rulebooks uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Yes,
1: which uh, I pretty good. It's so good. I see it rivals your D and D collections. That shows how you know crazy it's gotten.
0: Oh, that's the red books. Right, in it's, the middle of it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. overtaken the D and D books. That's that's rare. Mm, yeah. That's the that's the downside of Monday. But right? they did that really good thing where they introduced the three hundred page book, all you need, and then immediately three. dropped two more expansions.
2: Oh, um. yeah. The, oh, the cool rule book is great. And I found it doubles beautifully as something to ensure a hot print stays flat when you take it off because you've got no patience and you want to start the <laughs> printer again.
0: <laughs> uh, I need to try the double glass method that you suggested, Ben, for resin prints.
1: What did I suggest? Oh, what? So the light comes through. Yeah. And it keeps yeah, it flat.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I have a need to print anything like that at any point soon, but maybe.
1: The bases, useful, yeah.
0: Uh, I found a really lazy boy way of doing bases is um, I, I lend mine air dry. Like, I generally speak, I'll clean a print up overnight. I'll clean and keep a print up in the evening. It'll dry overnight, and then natural sunlight in the day just kind of, like, cures it. But with bases, I put them on one sheet of very cheap, tesco um kitchen roll and then put another sheet on the top and what that seems to do is diffuse the light evenly and they end up pretty flat and then just a bit of a with sandpaper it is well, it's, it's good as gold i've done a load of unnecessary printing for the old world recently just because i was like oh the shop's closed i've got three printers here i got print things that i've been buying stls for <laughs> whoops um and it's uh it's it works. Does a really good job. The only that's thing awesome. ooh, 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 wrong way. This way. There we go. That that wall is gonna be my little my little hobby project. As I'm working through the uh, the studio stuff in the next few weeks, that's gonna be this big four foot wall of cliffs. That's so good. It's just a, a very cool backdrop and i don't know there's nothing better than just gluing terrain down chucking on some spackle chucking on some filler chucking on some cheap paint and just like having it having it set so that's going to be my little fun project because we, like this bit here as the table goes i'll have the cliffs then i will have the the, the stands then it will be the dice tray and the dugouts then it'll be the pitch as it goes and that's what i've got the overheads all set up for so I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Because um, it would just it just blocks this bottom bit off and then you got a cool cliff and then we've got Craig and Lewis brought around the Realm of Battle the other day and we set it all up and it was just like <laughs> it was beautiful. It was completely unnecessary, but it was beautiful. Um But any more for any more or shall we take a quick break and then talk about our Christmas wish lists for twenty twenty
1: four? Yeah, let's write a Christmas letters. <laughs>
0: okay so it's christmas and it's a good point of the year to kind of think well because we've got the retrospective coming up in a few weeks time when we do the bonehead awards i'm sure by this time there's a thing gone out maybe it hasn't gone out i don't know uh timey wimey stuff but Mm. we kind of thought what we'd do is we'd have a look and think about what we want to see next year, what things we're excited for, what, what we what what's on our wish list basically. So uh, what we said was we'd all come up with two or three hobby things, you know, games workshop, whatever. And then a couple of non-games workshop things. They could still be hobby, they could not be hobby or anything. Um disclaimer at the beginning. Obviously we want nothing more than for everyone to be happy and well and world peace and stuff like that but anyway onwards to the segment uh right christmas wishlist at uh, milton has actually shared his wish list with us so we'll bring that up once we've done our first round of hobby bits we can have a look at his his milk toast you know what i want is freedom um mm, from, from the post bail i think mm, yeah. kind of yeah i mean it's like it's like he's an nfl player anyway um no that's that's yeah no uh, sports people anyway onwards to good things that we want for next year and trips we're gonna start with you because you are undoubtedly the most prepared person here (laughs) so kick us off with a hobby wish list
2: okay so my hobby wish list actually relates to the hobby that i've got started at the moment i want to complete my terrain uh project and when I say complete, that means not just have the board done, assembled, and with lights. It's with with uh, city tiles on it and uh, games having been played played on it. That's a noble goal. I may need some help with the gaming aspect, but the rest <laughs> is all on me.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I've done this a couple of times for stuff we've had planned. Right, where well, there is yeah. there is nothing like more kind of satisfying from a bookending point of view is being like i'm gonna build this thing and then when we use the thing once you've used the thing you can discard it or you know maybe never use it again but like if you look at some of the pictures we've used it's kind of like there is just so much yeah. joy in building something you get a bust out of the train stuff i think it's a brilliant idea have you thought about where you're going to store it yeah trips
2: Oh, yeah. Well, the advantage of most of the stuff is it's pretty flat or fold down. Plus, I've already found a s- under the stairs storage space that's not got anything in and a large plastic box that's empty. So I have oh. both both sorted out how to store and find found a place to store it that only I can
1: get to. I'm absolutely wowed that your house has a place untouched by storage. Like, I, I I think we filled up every nook in our house the moment we moved in.
0: <laughs> and you've had your loft converted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Trips, it's not right to judge anybody's wish list. Um, the, I, I have to critique something, though. You're making this on a cork board. Cork boards are designed to go on the wall. And do you want the LED wall guy... I can't believe your initial reaction was like, I've got a nice spot on the wall for this to go on. <laughs> uh, the, the few little wall spaces that I have free in here have other other hobby
2: related plans already in motion for <laughs> to fill them up as well.
0: <laughs> oh, wicked. No, absolutely love that. That's a, that's a very, very valid one. A very, very valid. So, BT, your mm. first piece on the wish list. Uh,
1: mine is to do my conquest army and possibly film some games with it. So we've got, um, well, we're doing the brush side stuff, which I'll come on to point point two, but we're doing that. It's difficult to make time for your own stuff. And that's something that for next year, I really want to make time for. And like my main thing right now for my own hobby is to do my conquest stuff because I like to play in tournaments and stuff. I did one recently. Uh, I just want to have it because we sometimes my friends come over for, like a weekend. We just play a bunch of games. That happened a couple of weeks ago. And um, yeah, this army I'm collecting Nords. I just want to have it fully done, and uh, I'm really excited to do
0: it. So, have you have you ordered any of the uh, Ulfrunner guys?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're on order. Um, they're but, tall. Yeah, I they're had...
0: tall boys. I, I... They're, they're, yeah,
1: everything is huge. <laughs> um, I recently. Did a little speed paint testing for some of my trolls. Um, the trolls in this game are infantry, by the way. Um, so I, I finished one up. Tried to do a really speed paint. I don't know if the camera's going to pick that up. Yeah, the lighting's a bit oh, rubbish there. Oh,
0: they're kind of creepy. Um, yeah, the lanky uh, Game of Thrones kind of troll things. Yes.
1: Yeah, I did like sort of like tundra base. So they're just going to. I'm not going to use the bases on them. I'm just going to pin them to the base. Um,
0: Oh, proper so Nazi there's four basic. of them.
1: Yeah, so four of them per base. It's a bit weird, It's like in Conquest, right? Bit of a tangent. They have individual bases, and they go in these little movement trays. They look like this. Um, and then as they die, you remove one. It's like one wound gone. When they're all gone, take the stand away. Um, but these guys have six wounds per stand, so it's a bit weird. So you can't do that anyway, so why bother? I'm just going to glue
0: them to the stand and track six it with a Six wounds dice. per stand? What, so they've got one and a half wounds each? Yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then you are back on. I mean, I was going to say, like, let's just use a dice, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's that's my goal, is to work on these. I don't know if there's actually a size comparison. Here you go.
0: Here's a 40k Orc. Oh, they are tall boys. Yeah, they're, and they're infantry. So, uh, yeah, they're big. Mm. Are they the yep. same kind of size as the humans? Because I've seen your no, cross uh, seen your crossbowmen before. I'm assuming that they're, they're taller.
1: Yeah, they're taller. Like this is like a bowman. Oh. There you
0: go. Oh, interesting. Yeah, conquest is, is interesting because they, they take standardized tropes and they just do something just different. Just mm. just edgy different.
1: It's, it's like alternate earth with aliens. Yeah, it's like the Romans are romans but undead yeah i do are greeks but steampunk i do Um, like that that faction the undead yeah
0: the undead spartans the undead romans are very 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 cool
1: yeah the norse's shtick are there there's norse mythology but it's all delusion created by the aliens to um basically as an excuse to have them like defend their lands and basically create like a um it's, it's it's kind of to justify their biological experiments, which are actually, which the Norse believe to be like gifts from gods, but really it's just si- crazy alien scientists come to Earth, start injecting people with loads of like super drugs, and turn them into like werewolves, turn them into giant super soldiers, and um, the mythology is there just to kind of like keep the peace. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's oh, like, they, they okay, David. I yeah <laughs> yeah like they think they're going to Valhalla, but really they're just going to a lab. To do more testing when they die. So, yeah.
0: So, I spend a lot of time programming or just working through data and stuff like that. And uh, I tend to have YouTube on in the background. And that is like, that is tangential with a lot of the conspiracy theory stuff I end up just like watching for it's several so days. Um, yeah.
1: It's like, and there's like, there's a whole region of priests that go around trying to like drill in this delusion. um because they, they're convinced it's real. And like it, this was like historically, they all got injected by these drugs. Then they got abandoned. And all the super soldiers they had created and half finished got out. And they're kind of like the Primarchs in um, 40K where they go and interbreed. And all the strengths that they've been tested on get passed down generation by generation. That's kind of like where the trolls come from. They had like regenerative DNA. So they're just people that have over time just become trolls. And like the beast people were like their bestial rage got like DNA and that got t- turned them into werewolves and things. Yeah. It's crazy. It's
0: that really is... interesting.
1: It's really deep. Yeah. And it's I... always evolving. That's why I like the game.
0: Yes. I mean I, I watched the little thing where they were talking about the map. Um hmm. I think that was Conquest. Yeah, it yeah, was probably. Conquest. It was a Conquest thing where they were talking about. World like... thing. Yeah. 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 Which I really like. Mantic are doing a similar kind of thing. Not quite as extensive, but that uh, I, I think it's I just think it's a really cool way of getting players involved. Um, yeah big fan of that cool two very good hobby wish list bits my hobby wish list will surprise nobody but it is to finish the stadium setup ready for us to film so i'll go here i'll go this way Hmm, maybe i'll go the other way go the other way and it's already underway but we've got the oh god why is it run first this is the start of the blood bowl pitch and I printed these little strippy things and they are fine. Ooh, that didn't work. There we go. So I already these are they all glued down? They're all glued down. That's good. Because that was work. Uh this one is not glued down. This one is not glued down. So all the crosses on a blood bowl pitch can be quite um antagonistic to 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 potentially do. So I conjured this up and 3d printed it it's just a little stick of crosses that makes it a lot easier to adhere in a pattern so i tried this uh just to try and make it easier for myself and i'm building the pitch so the pitch all the crosses will be glued then it will be old school pva and sand over the whole thing and i've used cork self-adhesive cork tiles on the top uh, to hopefully hopefully stop some of the warping that can happen with pva uh and also so that i could bury things like the trapdoors. Mm. Trapdoors. we've got yeah, yeah. little nice. center spots and i've got a big bonehead podcast logo in the middle that i'll sand around the edges of uh, so hopefully that'll that'll work out and that'll be cool but between that and the mountains and then it will be the stadium bit which I've got a stack of um, print, uh, not print pictures, but uh, uh, paint the crowds that that you guys have all sent in, which is absolutely awesome. So I've got several sections printed off and they're upstairs in the lab so I can start building it. And I'm going to cut it into sections. So 12 inch sections because each of those sections should fit in. One of the bottom slots here, which would be good. So I mean, there'll be one spare section. I haven't quite figured out what I want to do with that because it's four foot. That blood pitch is three foot. There's four foot just to spill over the edges. Maybe I'll just do three foot of stadium. Oh, I wanted to go around the edges. Mm. Anyway, it's a minor, minor, minor thing. But that is going to be my my hobby wish this My hobby goal. Uh, I, I'm I'm shooting to do that as quickly as possible. To be honest, have you started snipping out the bits yet? How's that going on your pitch? I have. I have. I I glued it on and did one test because I was hmm. like, "Is this going to work?" Yay! I can use a camera properly. <laughs> All right. Good. Yes, you can see. Oh, yeah. I love these cameras. Yeah, it's it's probably going to be a little bit higher. A little bit higher than we'd want for any thinner in the print it didn't print brilliantly i did some tests Mm. but actually i don't really care like
1: i think it'll be all right once the sand sand is on there once the grass is on there it's like that'll be perfect
0: yeah it's not gonna be it it's not gonna be a thing but the pitch will be there 3d all just done and then we can dial in the cameras and just have it absolutely pucker and i'm just yeah really excited for that mountain into stadium into I've printed a dice tray that is a six-inch circle that will fit beautifully. We've got dug out dice tray, dug out uh, because it's going to be a circle. I've got the overhead dice cam that will just look down at it. Use a circular mask so it is just the dice tray. Six inches is plenty of space for two, three die blocks uh, and have it all set up. And because it's like it's like I've done it like it's just like a walled sheep pen thing,
1: yeah.
0: it will hopefully just look like a part of the stadium. So it's all that bits printed. Um, the Dungeon Lab second expansion had some really cool little number. So I think for a scatter, like little number tiles. I was like, perfect. That will do beautifully for the dugouts, for the turn trackers and stuff like that. I was like, excellent. Don't have to worry about that. So yeah, that's that's my hobby wish list or my hobby goal, I suppose, um, Is is definitely just that. Because I mean, it's very cool. Building this place and having it be somewhere that we can just quickly make some really good content, and if we can yeah. get it looking really good and dial it in, get the audio bang on, get the visuals bang on, it will be wicked because it's very cool. Every time I step in here, I'm like, "Ooh, yay! I have a playhouse." It is very, very, very wicked. So that's my my hobby wish list. So I mean, that's my sorry. I was going to say that's my number. Are
1: we going into number two hobby? I was going to say we're we going into.
0: Let's go into hobby number two.
1: So, yeah, that, that was my second one, was the content creation stuff with Bono Podcast. Um, I think it I'm really looking forward to doing regular, reliable… I know I talk about it a lot, and I really don't do it with, like, streaming and stuff like that. It's like, I really want to, but setting stuff up is really annoying. <laughs> and clearing it stuff away and setting it up when I'm just in the zone can be a real interruption. So, with what you're doing with the studio and having a permanent space where you can just sort of press a button and go. um, That would be amazing for doing games. And also, with personal thing, having my ghetto docks where I can just press a button and go. I'd love to make that more regular thing. So that's definitely my number two. I think we both
2: support you strongly in that one because it's great to watch you uh, paint and stream. And yes, it may be your most productive painting as you're busy chatting and telling us, how to do it, but man, is it inspiring.
0: I mean well, that means a that's a that's a really good question, actually. i am we were talking about workload management because I am a massive geek so beforehand. <clears throat> I find that if if I've got half an hour if I've got a job that's gonna take me to do half an hour, I have half an hour to do it, I will do it in half an hour. If mm. I have a half an hour job and I've got two hours to do it in, it will take me two hours because I will fill in the gaps with like just watching a stream in the background, or doing this, or being like, ooh, quickly, I need to go and try and see if this contrast paint works. Like, I I, I, I tend to find that I will get distracted by myself, whereas sometimes working on a thing, when it becomes the thing you're doing, like, for example, a stream, I, I, I see that for me being maybe more productive. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm like, I'm going to sit down and actually do this thing now instead of being like, oh, I'm going to start painting this guy and then I really should reply to that email. And then I should just, I don't know, maybe that's just just, just me. But um, do, you, do you? I mean, how much less productive is a painting stream than actually cracking out some painting for a couple of hours? I think it can be.
1: There's also the element of if you're streaming, you're conscious that like you're more conscious of what you're doing and um so there's bits where it's like if i'm painting on my own i could be quite rapid with things not like messy but like rapid but if i'm on a stream i kind of like have to angle it under the camera make sure it can be seen make sure it's in focus oh. look at if there's any chat messages coming out it's just like it's so long whereas before i can just sort of pick up a model do the thing pick up a model do the thing like right into eyesight i can move the light wherever it needs to be yeah yeah so it's it's kind of like it's, there's a whole element where it's just making sure everything's like watchable um yeah, that's true. I think that can take a long time.
0: <clears throat> but on the content thing, especially when it comes to like games and stuff, I mean, I don't think this is going to be very long before this is this is ready to go. Like, and that's super exciting because it, you know, this was a really good thing about the lads bringing the realm of battle over the other day. Something where I've, I've optimized the space for a blood ball pitch. And I was like, well, let's just see what a six x four mm. Warhammer table looks like in this space, and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, we can make that work. So we've got the opportunity to do Blood Bowl. Games that are small like Blood Bowl. Micromunda, you know, that Trips is working on. And actually we can stack up a six by four war game. Um and there's a ton of stuff out there that we kind of we're interested in. And I don't think it would hurt for us to just be like, do you know what? Let's let's just spend a day doing a thing. Cause something I've really found recently is uh it's really interesting to me, anyway. It's probably boring, but like, no, I don't want to say burnout. But I've got a lot of stuff going on in my mind, and creating content is something I find really fun to do. But I, I just, I've, I've had a bit of, <laughs> called it to call it safe. I was like, I had a bit of content constipation, really, where I found it difficult to to start. Now, this is probably what the worst I, <laughs> the worst <laughs> synonym I could have used. Um but like uh, yeah I don't know I don't know how to I don't know how to recover. I'm spiralling. I'm spiraling. I found it difficult to anyway the content wasn't sure. happening as easy as I wanted to. I can't get away from this now. And um and I was like right we've got the, the printers are switched off. We're waiting for the baby. Like the whole point is we'll close the store so the baby can arrive. We can have the first two weeks you know just managing life and then i can turn the store back on and not work so i can it'll be a good good way for us to sort of bleed normality and other stuff back into routine um and because of that i had these printers going that i was like "Mm, actually you know what i'm gonna go print some stuff so i printed some old world stuff i printed some dwarfs for for trips micromunda Uh, i printed some spaceships and i started writing rules for games that i know i'll never finish and never play But I found that once I'd done that, once I'd just kind of like gone and done that, by that evening, I was sitting down and I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting. Do you know, for the Bonad Championship, we could have each player have a little mini video so that when they do something, we could bring up their profile. And I was like, that's really cool. And I found myself like more inspired for Blood Bowl again. Not that I wasn't before, but just like actually doing something different. Can be fantastic, and I think we found this at our club, right? Where where we just like actually let's do a magic draft, like completely different, or you know whatever. It's just such a good palate cleanser, and then you come back and you're like, oh, actually, like Blood Bowl's just better. Like Blood Bowl's just amazing, and I really want you know this year. I think if we I'll, I'll bounce on one of my hobby things is is about games that are not Blood Bowl, even though my goal this year is to work with you guys as hard as possible to make the best Blood Bowl content we can. The best angles, the best audio, the best live streams. Just really, like, we've got an opportunity to just have a great time making some cool stuff that isn't out there. But part of it will be experimenting with other games because from a technical aspect, it will be very different to film a 6x4 battle. It'll be very different to film a multi leveled Necromunda game. And it's that kind of stuff, you try things, you learn things and you can take that stuff back and then we can apply it to the content that is our core content. So, you know, the games that are also the other thing is I want to harness the passion that you guys have. And also it's fun to get excited for something new every now and again because Blood Bowl, one of its main strengths is that it doesn't get shaken up except for when there's a new edition. Mm. And I love it for that. But it's sometimes fun to get excited about new things, which is why I think I was so excited about Legion Imperial Arts. Like, oh my god, hype, new stuff. You. Um yeah. and then that aged well, like like my um <laughs> like my analogy. Uh really poorly. So so yeah, I'm with you on that one massively, massively. I, I have, however, now lost where we were. I think we went into hobby two for you, Ben, right? Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: trips about trips. Have you got a hobby number two?
2: I've got a hobby number two, and and hobby number two is a thing that I don't want to do with my hobby, except for in a very specific circumstance, and that is I don't want to get a big box of starter box or an expansion box for any of my hobby. I have one or two on the side already and plenty to work my way through, and I just want to stay concentrating on the games I'm playing with, and not get distracted by new stuff this year. I, one exception to that is if there is a nice big box of Munda, because they are ridiculously good value. <laughs>
0: I, I was going to say, I, I thought that buying sealed starter boxes was one of your hobbies. Like People <laughs> like coins and stamps, and you were just like, no, no, no. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. so I, they're very much trying to not do it this <clears throat> year coming. So allow me to focus on the other things I want to focus on without getting massively distracted
0: uh if they drop Battlefleet gothic as a starter set would you would you be interested in that war master i'm nope. not, gonna, not gonna happen blood bowl. You, well i mean goes without saying yeah, blood bowl wouldn't be a big box set
2: it would be a that's, medium-sized true. Box
0: that's, set, true. that's be. fair yeah. that's fair A big munda set would be cool kill team i think we've settled that they're kind of going for the super mario bros three terrain vibe this time around yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> fine for now i look forward to the plastic sun that, that has multiple heights and spins like this uh that'll be that'll be good that'll be good um as it chases you across the sky yeah no trips i think you're safe maybe yeah.
2: i think so although we are a group that is renowned for helping richard re- <laughs> bed <Bed-abling. laughs> Our, our ability to resist things.
0: <clears throat> um true. what about if they did war cry in a dungeon and they created a plastic dungeon like set. Catacombs. Yeah mm. but, but but better. <laughs> <laughs> like kill team level terrain but in a in like a AOS dungeon instead. Um, see I I think it would have to be unbelievably
2: good. I've got enough of the things i want so i can play the games i want and, and i like uh, you can print the stuff you don't have and i can print the stuff i don't have and yeah. that's more <sighs> of the hobby challenge i and i don't think it relates to not getting into another game system
0: space hulk if they brought space hulk out
2: no all right. i think i think wow. i wouldn't buy a big box set i'd probably buy the rule book but look at this carriage,
1: incredible.
0: I can't wait for next year when trips <laughs> yeah. is like well early February i there at a.m. sweating going no, don't do it don't do it
2: don't do it don't do it don't
0: do it. <laughs> Remember trips if you do want any of the new boxes go with entitlement. Because uh, <laughs> you'll actually get the stuff that way. No that is a that is a solid goal. Um and, uh yeah I mean it's you do a really good job, where I think you're working through uh, prepping, priming, building, and putting those putting your teams out on the display for teams, your warbands and stuff. I think is a a really good way of processing through it because then you got them ready to go. I, I don't.
2: It's I'm sort of averaging about three display boxes every six months, so that's that's quite nice. It's a it's a quite nice routine, it, and it also fulfills the need of i empty space which means i can then fill it with other stuff (laughs)
0: Uh, i love it um i didn't have any more hobby goals um that that was i I kind of figured that that one well i guess the other thing is it's just for me is just to let just to go with my creativity because i'm very aware this 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 year is going to be very different for me um very 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 different and i'm going to need to kind of balance up what i put my time into and i know how much of a reward i get out of the blood Bowl stuff um and i know that games Workshop's going to drop at least one team next year right please uh so there's going to be stuff and what i'd really like is just to, for us to be ready to go where the team comes out because i felt like we were quite close with vampires mm. i i think if vampires had come out in october then you know i'm sorry november then we could have pushed for the studio to be done and, and ready to go so my, i have no more hobby goals other than that and just to be chill a little bit and and just be like mm, go with it and I, actually if i want to paint up a little orc army for the old world and try the old world out go for it um but yeah that that's it for me does anyone else have, have any more hobby ones before we move on to sort of blood bowl games workshop wish listing so on,
1: I, I, was so going, on, I was going to say, the only thing I have is really just to continue brush type. like just, I'm adamant to continue this, make it work. It's currently working. Uh, it'd be good to do a little like video, I think on how it's been like the, the process I've learned. I think that'd be quite good to do, but uh, I've learned a lot from doing it, but I have every intention to keep it going as long as I physically can. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's my main goal. For as,
0: next as you should, man. It's awesome to see you doing it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can come over and uh, measure the work, you know, you do. If Please like. do. Uh, and uh, we can film the video there. And I give a statistical breakdown of uh, of what you do, and then we can help model a more effective way for you to uh, come up with a more accurate financial financial <laughs> yeah. uh, budget.
2: And when you get to that point and you get the hobby knife out, I'll make sure Ben leaves. And <laughs> then you leave in one
1: <laughs> well, I'm a big scalpel that I play with. Yeah. <laughs>
2: draw blood somehow
0: put in the blood and blood tie trips did you have another one hobbies
2: Uh, so i had another just another little one and actually it picks up on something that we've all just sort of touched on and it is the munda campaign which i'm I'm working through the logistics of how we can have it as something that's a bit of fun something that gets us a, a little break from the normality and different gives us a hobby goal but isn't something that's gonna take a whole amount of time to set up or play or prep, but is gonna give us hopefully, what we've seen a couple of times we've done this year, that sort of hobby cleanse, where as you were saying, when when you did a little bit of something else, all of a sudden it just got the creative juices going. Do do some painting for some fun for us and play some games. So yeah, that's that's the third one is to, to finish it off and try and make it make it get past at least more than one game.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so on to wish lists. What do we want to see coming out of games workshop, coming out of Blood Bowl, coming out of games in the next year? So trips. Have you got a have you got a games workshop Blood Bowl related wish list?
2: uh yes so you so, saw um a game a games workshop one start off with is I would very much want a new blood bowl team but specifically not an existing team of legend upgraded to a new team a pure new
0: team a brand new addition to the game yes i am gonna just mimic you on this one i'm gonna double down because that is exactly what i want to see i'm desperate to see the team of legends come back and have them be rejuvenated because i really do think amazons norse and vampires the last three that they've done they're just better. So, I love KFC. KFC are renowned for just having worse chips than McDonald's. But recently, they've done this thing where they've seasoned them. They're still KFC chips. The chicken's still great. The gravy's still superb. But it's just better. It just, it's just better now. And that's what Games Workshop have done with the last three teams of legend. And I'm very excited to see what they do with the rest of them. But also, Snotlings... And corn were blooming awesome. Yeah. They are two of the most fun teams in the game. Nobility and Black Orcs are also such a interesting team to play. Like, they're just interesting. They're just unique challenges. They have unique characteristics. They have a flavor to them. I'm, I'm hungry. Help, hence the biscuits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and, and actually, like... I I want I want a new dish on the menu because they've done such a good job. Unfailingly, with the exception of star players, and I maintain that's only a problem because of the regional special rule. Um, because you know it's like Magic the Gathering. If you bring out a powerful colourless card, you've killed the game, because everybody can take it. If you bring out a card that's just for black mages, well actually then you can build around it and you get subsets. That's wicked. That's 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 good there's a little bit too much availability um but the point is something new would be really interesting and obviously i'm gonna say i would love to see squigs um and i think it doesn't need to be a tier one team they've done one two three great brand new tier two teams they say brand new obviously a lot of it was built on older blood bowl uh and a tier three team that kind of runs like tier two in snotlings but again it's all based on older blood ball but there's so much older blood ball there's so much fumble blood ball to go out there that actually it like there's so much design space i want to see a bit more and i'm with you completely a a new team oh just the the delicacy of trying to manage it on the tabletop figure out what's good at it you know it's just absolutely wonderful i don't care what it is the team of treeman brilliant the team of Nurgle rotters, that would be a challenge. I think that's a really important thing. I think that I don't think
2: anything that came out as a new team, we wouldn't be like, ooh, how's this going to play and what's it going to do in detail? Yes, admittedly, we are, we are in deep and we are drowning with Blood Bowl lore and detail amongst us. But, yeah, just a new team to the challenge and the stars and the... And they hang you could do this with that and all that fun. That remember when when Snotlings came out and swarming was and was like, oh, what's swarming gonna be like? And then it was like, oh hang on, a snotling and sidestep and a million of them on the pitch.
1: Oh, hang on. Mm. (laughs) But Ben's munching away. I I I love the KFC (laughs) analogy. That's um special that is. Yeah, we've got
0: Ben Abling and Ben Allergies now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's very apt. Yeah, I love that. I really love that. Trips, that's yeah. BT. Mm.
1: So mine's kind of also similar, but mine's going a step further and being a whole new edition. Oh, like see... ver-
0: uh, season
1: three. Yeah, I would like to see next year a new season. I don't know if it's too soon, but I would like to... I I think the game is in a place right now which um, it needs a revision, I think. I think there's too many weird things going on in the game that are just a bit messy, and I would like to see cleaned up. I think Blood Bowl as a game is like spectacular. I think it's near perfect um, as a competitive tabletop game. However, there are bits that are just like, if only that wasn't a thing. Wildly inaccurate, I think, is big. I think built yeah, yeah. list. Yeah. Like stuff like yeah. that. I it's my second point, but I think it's more to do with the first point is just over a re- complete revision of the whole star player system. We've talked about it even on this episode where it's like you have some star players that's like, oh cool, they do this cool thing and you'll never take them. Or cool, they do this cool thing and it breaks in Chaos Dwarf, whatever. Or like as soon as another team takes it, it's is broken. And now tournaments have to kind of, like, be like, oh, no, we can't allow that. We have to tax that. We have to put this megastar thing. I think it's different. I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do, but it's something which I think the game is just a little bit, like, wonky. It's a bit of a speed bump. Like, you've got this m- awesome game, so well designed. And then it's, like, star players. You try and explain that to someone who doesn't play the game. They're just like, so you can take them, but can't take them. And some teams can take them, and some teams are just broken with them. So why don't you always take them? Well, you do. And, uh, yeah, it's just... Um, yeah it, it's difficult yeah, so that's what i'd like to see something
0: that just like wipes the slate clean try again yeah i don't think they need to wipe the slate clean so i mean god I'm, I'm in a really pro work day at the moment um but like with with modeling you you model something then you optimize it and once you've optimized everything it's time to rebuild a new model uh and that's i think where we're getting with blah blah like they've, they've built mm. a really good version of the game and the faqs are many like the this is this literally video game design now isn't it it's like it's just software packaging like you build a software you update it and then at some point the features in it need to be changed they need to be updated And i think you're bang on the money there i think wildly inaccurate it's not something that can be faqed um the way goblins work as a team it can't be faqed now because it would be such a deviation from the rules that it would be kind of like uh um i mean i uh, yeah I'm, I'm with you I, I think you know obviously i think blood Bowl's an a but star player reshuffling wildly inaccurate reshuffling maybe uh maybe the way stats and skills are generated the other reason i say that is because like random skills being the same value has been changed on blood Bowl three and It's interesting to see what happens in that space when they come around to updating it for tabletop. Um, the, the the good thing is that I, I don't know. I I just yeah. I, I think I I think I agree with you. Um. Oh oh oh. Old world. Old world alliance dwarfs. This could, oh yeah, yeah. This they like change. this yes. is yeah. this is you can't FAQ that. Maybe you could. I don't know. Could you? I mean they change more stuff Remove. for forty k, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just can print
1: out a new list for them. Basically. Yeah, remove but... pages
0: thirty-five through forty-three. Uh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What it's worth is the stars as well, It's like I think I I just prefer the old system of team access, where it's like place for these teams. I can see why the fate like the, the keywords work and it does clean things up on the on the players' sheets. Yeah. But I just think it's like at that point there are just like elves have access to like four dudes and then <laughs> if you're chaos, you have access to the best. And all of the best ones, all or of the like guys. underworld challenge. Yeah. yeah, it's like like bombers. You could be like plays for well, goblins, ling ogres or whatever. And it's like, well, oh, that's fine. that's probably fine.
0: And you could FAQ um, that when a new team came out. Like that would be exactly. a minor FAQ, especially because yeah. the star players all have PDFs available for download. Not all, but most of them do. So it's yeah. kind of like we've updated the bomber card. He can now be taken by swamp goblins or whatever you know new team they came out with. Um, yeah, exactly. It's funny because it's it's yeah it's just it's just a change that I the I, I don't want to be like a grognard but like the old CRP days were pretty sweet because you had one page and you had your team and then you had the star players that were available with all their stats. And it was really cool, because then you could be like, oh, Amazons. Uh, what team, what stars can I take? Mm, I don't know, that's cool. Can I fit her in? Yeah, okay. Anna, Amazons a Roxanna. And that became a thing. It became a subset, like a sub-faction of the team. And it, it worked. And then you kind of, I don't know, yeah, I, yeah. The only downside is that they tended to be a little cookie cutter. But I think that's more to do with just how established the game was at that point. It was like, oh Amazon's. So I'm assuming you're taking all guard, all block, and Roxana. Yeah. Cool. But then again, is Hackflem any different? Is 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 Bomber Spam any different? Um Well no, you,
1: but then you for Hackflem, you could just be like remove Underworld or something. Mm. Like like you could just you could just do things. So if or like it'll be easier to balance the tournaments instead of blanket banning stars. Yes. No, I agree with like, you. Like this I team agree. can't take the star. it's like cleaner to do. Um
0: I agree with that. Yeah. Oh chaps, those are some very 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 good ones. Uh on my Blood Bowl specific wish list. <laughs> uh, it's really hard. And this is why it's on the wish list and not like a prediction list. I would love to see another Death Zone. Because Death Zone, yeah, my favourite Blood Bowl thing they've done. It was just full of rules and special stuff that was just... It reminded me of the 90s, where you bought a boxed game and it had stuff. And then they just produced this book, the Compendium, or uh, the Green Book for Necromunda. Do you remember Trips? with all like yeah. the And it was just like, here's the game, but here's just more of the game. And it was really, really, really cool. And Death Zone, I think, was brilliant. It had, it had everything in it. There's so much out there. Like... Trips, you found the compendium this week from 1997? Uh, Yes, I think so. 97, And it just had a ton of stuff in it. And I just want... It's not, I just not want, quite the first one. Oh, Blood Bowl <laughs> compendium. That is just wonderful. But, I mean, there's there's a ton of stuff they can do for Blood Bowl. I mean, God, we'll write, we'll help. <laughs> like It's no problem. Like... I just, it's just, it's just more, and I think the really good thing is that Death Zone didn't hurt the game in any way. It Mm. was a non-competitive expansion that was just for people who like to play the game.
1: I mean, it's similar to what we do, right? Like, yeah, in the podcast, it's like what we're all about. It's just like new ways to just kind of break, but just have fun with the game and stuff like Death Zone just inspires that kind of creativity of having just like a wealth of new options don't even have to use it as long as it triggers an idea in your mind
0: that's it that's that goes back to my theory of wargaming via being being the opportunity to play a game rather than the actual joy of playing a game but i mean that would be that would be wicked I, i i just love that i know that they've done dungeon ball and i know that they've done sevens and i know that they can't do street ball because they've gone gutter ball instead so there's not a huge amount of places to go that they can resurrect uh, but that's why I would like another Deathstone, is because, mm-hmm. I mean, I can make up my own stuff for Blood Bowl, but I don't get paid to do it. Uh, so, it would be cool to see what people who are paid to come up with new stuff for Blood Bowl <laughs> could come up with. I'm like... Well,
1: is anything like the people who are paid to run their tournaments? I guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, and and, and I, I think a bit of track history, like, the dev team for Blood Bowl, even though the, like, the copy and pasting and stuff they, they struggle with across the games workshop everywhere but the spirit of the game is 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 wonderful like they everything they are doing i think it's just like the, all the team development they brought out has just been really good star players are their own problem but the teams and the ways to play the game have been a very good experience and i just i just want more stuff and death zones a perfect example because they can just chuck a whole bunch of stuff in there that they don't even need to make models for. They don't even need to do stuff yeah. for. It's just like here's some other fun stuff to inspire people to play Blood Bowl. And that that would be my Blood Bowl wish list. On top of uh getting rid of wildly inaccurate fixing stars and bringing out more teams.
1: The cosmetic DLC of Blood Bowl.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, give me some warpstone. yeah
2: and and ironically i had that on my list but not as death zone i had it as bring bring out a companion with all the like alternative rules and i particularly wanted to see something around like the old draft rules which were the crash rules in here or or rules around sort of eternal teams and how you keep them going or like a proper chaos cup and how that would work so a tournament that is a pure tournament but doesn't have resurrection in and that kind of thing just something that you you go i'm going to read that again because it's just got you creatively going but it hasn't broken your league it hasn't broken the tournament you're going to but has just given a real bit of flavor that you're like ooh, i want to see how that works
0: and it's yeah it's cool to see the the correlation here like we, we just want new experiences in in and on the table that's why we love the idea of new teams and new ways to play is because it just creates new challenges and new puzzles within the same space it's like having a different word every day like the game is the same but what's happening is different uh I, I love that yeah absolutely love that right anybody else have any games workshop wish lists pieces
1: uh no more games workshop ones other than what we've already covered what did milton say
0: good point Let's
1: have a look. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same things as us. New team release. Yep. He said the Teams of Legends to be revitalized. The Chorus Hyles are one for like SLAN official rules wise, which I think is pretty aligned with what we want. Yep. Um, changes to passing while the acronym bye bye clearly aligned. Yeah. Uh, he's also said, <laughs> not really a Games Workshop release. He wants to learn how to play an elf team without getting totally splattered.
0: <laughs> um, well, we can give him a new star at some point that stabs things. I think he might like that. Um, Yeah, I I wouldn't be much help after the World Cup. I did get totally splattered.
1: (laughs) Running elves. So, Mm.
0: Games Workshop wishlist. Anything for you, Trips?
2: Uh, So, nothing else on the Games Workshop wishlist there.
0: I will jump in. And uh, my wish would be that they closed the gap between preview... And release oh, in, in, yeah, in every one. in everything. And I I mean, I just I just it's just a bit deflating. Like I want to get excited by something because this year they'll bring back something. It's what they're doing, right? Every year they go and back and revisit something. Next year could be the old world. Um obviously that's been pushed back already. Now it's in January, and you know, if they bring back a, um battleship battle fleet gothic or man of war or war master i would like it to come out while i'm still excited by it because i do yeah. not mind jumping in i was excited and i think you know cursed city burned and legions imperialis has been similar for me like because i was excited i was like this is epic this is cool this is something new like let's get on board with this new thing that could be really cool to explore a new format and then it didn't drop five months and then people go and buy it it's like that is a really great way to just deflate a situation so my wish list is what they're doing with all their products generally speaking is really good, really cool really good none of it's perfect because that's not how the world is anymore that there is no perfect product it's just not possible the only thing you can do it is by doing what simon does and kickstarter something and make people wait 18 months for it to turn up whatever like but that's not how games workshop work they'd rather produce an 80 90 product and have it and i'm fine with that because i can make it special myself with base bits or print printing alternates and stuff that's fine i'm happy. Like, but. I I just I don't know I, I want to be excited so if we get a retro game come out this year, uh, or we get the Age of Sigma version of um kill gallo, kill murder, you know I want it to I want it to land and I want it to, I want to be able to pay my money before I've had thirty sleep tests because very little passes the thirty sleep tests. And it's like, I want to be excited. I want this to be like, oh my God, like in two weeks time, this is coming out. Wonder what it's going to be about. Wonder what it's going to be about. Let's buy it. Let's find out what it's about. Oh, this is what it's about. Not wonder what it's going to be about. Wait a little while, find out everything. And then you still can't buy it. And it's like, well, and then when it finally comes out, you're like, well, completed it in my soul. Um, Or or I found something to print that took the edge off. That's not So
1: you in short you want GW to be a little bit more predatory in their mar- in their marketing to try and couchy
0: <laughs> I want to feel excited and I want yeah, it I, I want I want to experience that excitement because I totally
1: agree
0: I don't know it's just that's how things used to be and you always you know I'm getting old now uh but you know there's just <laughs> something so exciting about being excited by a thing ordering the thing having it arrive and still being excited by it and at the moment, because of everything that's going on, it's very difficult to be excited about something when you can't order it or can't get it. And that is just... It's entirely...
1: Well, it's, it's mostly for their sake as well. Like, I mean... Yes! They're, they're losing out. Like, you, they preview stuff, and suddenly everyone's just like, oh, well, I've already 3D printed all of that now.
0: Kind I of, Literally. Like, like I was com-
1: like... They want to compete with it. They've got to release these stuff.
0: Yeah, and this is it. Like, I got, I got Legions Imperialis out of my system by printing 20... 20- Lehman Rosses and a hundred little men, and then I was like, eh. <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, move on." Uh, I don't I was, really need this. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, actually, it would be really fun to be able to be like, "Oh, we're all going to go in on this game." Like that's the it's that sense of community, where and yeah. that that's the fun bit, and it, it's just that's the only thing they're missing. So that's my my last Games Workshop wish listing. No, trips. I feel like you've got a bit of a wish list that's not Games Workshop.
2: Yeah, so I've got. Uh, um, a definite Blood Bowl related, but not Games Workshop. I really want decent league rules and admin tools
0: in Blood Bowl 3. That is the best. The best. I agree. And, I yeah, man, I, I could not agree more. Like, this year, we've got to assume it's going to come at some point this year, and it doesn't land till summer. Like... It would be amazing to actually finally have a Bonehead podcast, Blood Bowl 3 League. We could do... We could stream games. We could have a cup. We could even 3D print a trophy and send it to them. Ben can paint it. I can print it. And it's just like, we can do a thing. Build a thing that matters to a small amount of people. But still, it still matters. And yeah. that, that would be epic, Trips. That is, That is the thing that's apart from brush ties succeeding that's the thing that's winning the day yeah uh for me that is a brilliant one Uh, any idea when that's coming
2: no idea at all we haven't had a an update on it for a while now so that means it's not coming soon (laughs) i just yeah it would be the reason to really play a lot or and to get a player base and there's there's a real Call from the community for it, and I think there's a lot of people who would love to see it and play it, and and have that great debate of oh my team have done this and they've been wrecked and that player is going to miss the key game and
0: <clears throat> yeah that's as much required That's the story element of Blood Bowl It's just so good and at the moment we don't really have a way to enjoy it particularly well, um and that would massively help with Blood Bowl three uh, yeah. Love that, BT. Any more wishes?
1: Um, yeah. I I think I I don't know. I don't know how much you want to touch on it. I I put it down. Uh, development or evolution, or the NAF. Ooh, what do you Ooh. mean? Just that. I think, I think it's been archaic for a decade now. And it's kind of partly with the website and the way like all those tierings are handled, but I just want to see something that's like just a bit more exciting, especially being a younger person in the game and being nearly 30, that's saying something. But like to engage with, um, just to engage with the whole tournament scene. I, I love it. I love talking to people. I love seeing people at tournaments and I love playing with them. And I think it's kind of a shame that, the system that we have to engage and get excited with it is like an old text-based, well, to like it's just like like, a, like a, an HTML website or talk fantasy football, which is just an old forum. It's like it's just. I want to see snazzy new stuff like tour play. I want stuff to be quick. I want st- I want rankings to be like on an app. I want people to just like bring these up in a nice interface. I want people to have things which encourage them to challenge and to like overtake people and have this. Just so much easier to interact with than it currently feels like emailing your dad. <laughs> yeah, it's just
0: I don't know. Yeah. I <laughs> Alright, that beats my KFC analogy. Um <clears throat> oh. I don't I don't know. If the lamp of wishes can do that much, um, like we're generally speaking, we're we're pretty pretty pro NAf because people out there they enjoy do. it. I uh, love that
1: they keep this tournament scene going. The World Cup was immense. Hmm. I, I love that that's a possibility. Like I, I don't want to see that. I, it's not like I want to be like NAf be gone. I, I really appreciate how much it does for the community. I just want to see some bits modernised, man. I don't know it takes time, effort, and money, but the community's great and huge. And I think branching out, reaching out, like a tour play can do that.
0: Yeah. I now know. I know that this is potentially one of your favourite things and favourite words, Ben. But is this is this something where privatisation will help? It's not healthcare. <laughs> is that
1: bait? Is that bait?
0: <laughs> is it, what, incorporate the now. No, 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 no. But I mean, the the NAf is able to stand static in many ways because that's what most people want. uh Because it's pretty good. Like, I mean, you and I just have this discussion many times, better around like, well, we got it to an eight out of ten. That's that's good enough for now. I don't think it's an eight out of ten. I think it's a six, a six point five, because of that that element. And I think that that leaves that little bit of like. Uh, Games Workshop, for the most part, their releases, probably about 8, 9 out of 10. On average.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, this is what I mean. Like, you give me an 8 out of 10, if I want it to be a 9, I'll put in the effort. Otherwise, 8 out of 10 is cool. 8 out of 10 perfectly good. 6 out of 10, where you, you are left with obvious, obvious things where it's just like, ah, oh, wouldn't it be better if it's just better? Like, it's just a shame it's not better. Like, I don't understand why it's not better. It's really difficult. And I wonder... And I'm not proposing this in any way, shape, or form, because <laughs> the NAF does a great job of centralizing the results in a superb... It's not a superb way, though, is it?
1: No. that's I...
0: Sure, yeah. I... Yeah. But I wonder if it's because it's the only one. It it's There's no competition, therefore there's no requisite. And I... and I wonder if we're at that static point, because the 6 out of 10 that it is now used to be a 9 out of 10. 20 years ago and it's just the 10 got bigger and because it was the only one and it is still the only one really exception of tour play kind of nuzzling in there's there's no need and it's always going to be challenging with the NAF because there's so much history but i i don't know what the future of blood bowl is going to look like because we are something that's been really prevalent in this edition is the percentage of new players that are coming into the game from games Workshop historically, people came into the game through their Wargaming Club into the NAF and that was how they got introduced to Blood Bowl. Now, we've seen it constantly at so many of our tournaments. This is my first tournament. I went to my local games workshop, my local store, I picked up some Blood Bowl uh, and, then, and then you're like, you member of the NAF? And they're like, what? Who's, mm. Why? Who? Like, I don't really understand. And I, I support the NAF because our players enjoy collecting the stats. Mm-hmm. That that's it for me. it's like that. That's that's great. Like so, we have NAF sanctioned tournaments because we don't want our players to miss out on something that they like. Um, yeah. But I I wonder if because there's only one and it does a good enough job of doing the thing that it's always done for the people who've always wanted it, the people who are joining it now see the opportunity for more or different, and I wonder if. If the game continues to grow, whether there will be, an a, a, some kind of power play for it—not power players, ridiculous—it's you know, Because just stats tracking. But you know, something something else that, that you know we've got the red of the NAF. Will we see a blue version from somebody else? Uh, mm. Not necessarily of the NAF, but of the way that games are run, rankings are run. um But I'm gonna that I'll pick that up in my next bit of wish listing then because. Uh, yeah it's interesting it's an interesting one any thoughts on that one, trips um
2: i I agree with ben i'd I'd like to see I'd like to see the naf evolve in terms of the detail I think uh the naf have done a, a really good job of that period where games workshop didn't support the game keeping the game going and because of that we've got a really strong tournament scene I just feel that It's that what they they're doing just could be so much better. Um, and it could be then the thing that you talk about because people want to know the stats and the detail by nature of the player base. Everyone wants to know a bit more. So they want to know, oh, how many times have I played and lost to a snotling team? How many times have I whooped a corn team and what's happened? People want to know that information and be able to get it. Uh, in a form, but without the the barriers that seem to be there.
1: It would be so cool to have a coach page that you could just load up, like on an app on your phone. You by default it's yours. You could look up anys anyone else's, and it has like a little breakdown, little pie charts, nice infographics of like your win rates and certain teams. You could fl- you could filter all these things just to have it, just a really nice, clean, modern interface to interact with this stuff um rankings per region by country by worldwide by race all of that it already exists on the NAF. all this data exists but it'd be nice to not have it in a default html table um because that's not exciting (laughs) or easy to navigate to
0: or even mobile friendly (laughs) something that milton raised or we were talking about the other day is about um like one of the issues that we have with all the NAF data is there's so much legacy there that it becomes a real a real emotional that it becomes emotional and um, and digital baggage um and but the beauty
1: of databases is that the front end doesn't have to change they can have both <clears throat> they can have an api for all this data and it can be accessed accessed by any ui that can visualize it in any it's just visualization of data that's really all i'm asking for hmm. which i know is a big ask considering like <laughs> my job was data visualization essentially um, and it's not easy but it's um...
0: the, the difficulty yeah. is that there's no there's no there's no money in it that's my point is no exactly that is, is not cheap the NAF is an incredible organization in a lot of ways because people who do it do it beyond for free like they do it because it it then it costs them money it costs people money to run tournaments it, it costs people time to run tournaments and it's the same with all the website stuff i'm very sure that the majority of the website and database stuff is all done on a volunteer basis yeah. um and it, it's it's just it's just i don't know if we'll ever see that at the point where they, it will generate enough money to actually be any different um
1: and also that's an option.
0: That's not Run a terrible crowdfunding idea.
1: Campaign. I mean, I know it's risky with software, and it's always a... I can I can foresee it already of people crowdfunding it, and then a year later, the sort of it's like a, a rug pull on it. <laughs> I can foresee that happening, because that happens with software all the time with crowdfunding. But, like, I don't know, the community's strong. I don't know if they'd allow that to happen. I I think it could work. I don't know. And I think people would be willing to chuck in, like, hey, £10 to make a new NAFT interface. Five quid. New NAF interface to your monthly membership instead of dice, we're gonna put it towards a new website. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well yearly. Membership. Very interesting. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna bum off that idea. And uh my 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 wish list is kind of it is it is games workshoppy, but it is hugely linked to competitive play. Um I love leagues and my first wish was for them to bring out a whole bunch of stuff for leagues to have a great time. My second wish is And this is not likely to happen. And I know that it's going to upset a lot of people just just even mentioning it. I want to see Official Games Workshop something. Uh, Official Games Workshop competitive play for Blood Bowl. Uh, And I know, Ben, I know, I know, I know, I know. But my point is I want it to be properly done. Like i want it to be done and this is something that i've always wanted in blood bowl which is you know the magic oh. pro tour but for blood bowl with coverage with well-run rounds with something that matters above and beyond the tournament win and i i would love the games workshop to take that stance because it will generate interest and and purchases for their teams and just that that ambiance of uh, not a competitive environment because you can't really min max blood bowl that much like you can min max your underworld team with Hackflem, and you can still lose because you can get hit by a rock in the first play or sent off by the referee and then you are sol like and that's great like i love it but that the story the competitive story is something that i have found that i love potentially more than anything and that's probably like the the, the game mechanics and everything's wicked but blood bowl is invested the law is competitive story the nfl the xfl there is a competitive story flipping battle bots there is a competitive story where you get the things get character players get character people get character and you get behind stuff and I would just absolutely love to see Games Workshop do that, or work in concert with someone to achieve that. Just because it would be amazing. And why would it? Why would they have to do it? Oh, uh, I think this is well. It's because of the the officialness of it. Like, what makes it official? So the actual Blood Bowl champion would like the actual like, yeah
1: but why, why 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 does it just because it comes from games workshop why does that make it official surely surely it could come from anywhere and they become the official champion
0: well no because if it's, it's, if it's, it's the most
1: popular the, one
0: you can't that doesn't no that would be like someone running a tournament somewhere and being like this person is the official bonehead podcast champion so
1: would, would, would we haven't even run, run the tournament workshop, we didn't even know anyone, it if someone <laughs> ran a games workshop one and they became the champion are they more official than let's say like the champion of the NAF champs? yes i disagree i hard disagree because i think the, the no no no. i'm not
0: saying base. whether they're better but official no not better yes <laughs>
1: no I'd, I'd say the nap one is more official than the games workshop one i 100 percent would say that
0: that is just wrong like it's th- actually just wrong
1: i i genuinely think in terms of blood bowl player base where most interest like the nfl equivalent
0: the games the, the games workshop champion cannot be
1: yeah, but they're not—they're the, the game's workshop champion. But I'd say they're less official than a NAF champion. Yeah.
0: I don't—I don't, th- I, I, I don't I... think official is the right term. A validated, legitimate, valued hundred percent. NAFC is premier, yeah. but it's not the game's workshop-owned and sponsored thing. And I and don't. and I tell you why. And it like the NAFC is great, but the, there's no coverage. There's no interest. If you're not going there's very little interest. Mm. That's the difference. I want spectacle. I want people who don't play Blood Bowl, who aren't at that day, to be interested by it. And that's the thing that we don't have in Blood Bowl.
1: But I, I'm I'm thinking of like 40k as an example. If someone won like LVO, I, I think that's a much bigger deal than someone winning some Games Workshop one they ran. I can't even remember anything.
0: But, but my like point KK is, if you weren't at LVO, you wouldn't know anything about it you wouldn't know what list they were you wouldn't know, I know who they I think were
1: it's it a lot of coverage I think it's it a lot of coverage or like Adepticon and stuff like that not yeah, as much like
0: as go. if Games Workshop themselves were doing it because then I and this really
1: is don't the, so. oh, the ball
2: so, so definitely so it's an interesting one here I think because the NAF tournaments and the the big tournaments are so well established they are the the top tournaments in detail and i and i think it would be great if there was an official and i think official is probably the best word uh games workshop tournament schedule and set, rule set and detail but the the NAF tournaments have a history they have a they have a a sense of a thing yeah. and, and and that detail and you could have that with an official set of tournaments details but it, and it would have to start somewhere because at the moment their days they're running are, are not smooth in detail and there's not that that rule set so it would take time for the to sort of, to sort of evolve into those huge tournaments
0: there's there's the, the gravitas and the legitimacy of the, the DAF tournaments is unquestionable like it is literally the best blood bowlers will play in the fc and that's that's wicked My point is that this is a a spot like a a flare to draw people in like
1: i I think it's arguing more on the coverage point of view like if if let's say
0: yeah probably is but
1: like like i think it's like if if there was a large platform that would cover like one of these tournaments i think that would do it that's all it requires i i I think where i'm hesitant on it is where it's games workshop one of the reasons i see it as arguably less valid is because it suddenly becomes this like corporate stamp of approval that kind of dilutes a lot of the excitement and gravitas of it i find it's like it feels so faceless whereas the community atmosphere of these events like community ones just feels so much more and i feel if there's coverage of a community event that was followed by enough people and had enough reach that people would really engage with it that would feel so much more to me than games workshop being as like uh, yeah, I, we don't really care about the game, I, but
0: we're going to do something. I, it's gonna bring us money. I' don't, I sort of and I, I, I'm I'm straight up, like I am completely and utterly colored by growing up in a period where the pro tour for magic was was mm. a career goal for a lot of people because it was like the dream. It was like, I want to do this for a living. Like I want to be a professional magic player. I want the actual like magic tournament. I want to be in the magic tournament with the coverage. And I guess for me, I want to see that for Blood Bowl, just because I want that, I want that, that gravitas and that official like, just that that it is a, it is technically a corporate, so you know it's it's run by the marketing team in Magic, which is why it went horribly wrong for the last five years. Um, but before then, it was a it was just this this real something special and indie events. I mean, God, we love them, right? But there is no money because if, if uh, and I I'm not, you know, Blood Bowl shouldn't necessarily be about the profit, but you don't get professional stuff, you don't know, without having professional money. Like tournaments are great. They're run, they're great fun. The people who go to them have a great time. That is wicked. Corporations where they have a marketing budget could then pay and therefore use the loss of money to fund something that no one else could potentially fund. And I think that's what I I want someone to be like, right, we are going to write off 12 grand for this tournament so that we can staff it with camera crew, people to host it, marketing before and after and trophies and cool gear. Like, I, I would love to see Games Workshop do that because they are the only people that can write that check with any semblance of a return of investment expected. It would
2: be good if they could do that in a similar way to and I can't believe I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna praise Blood Bowl three for their end of season tournament where you've you've had to win something to get in, you've had to have the top races or something. If they had a series of tournaments or ones that were officially sponsored like they've had for 40k and 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 the other games this year where you sort of get the golden ticket to the finals and then that was the big coverage thing that would that would be amazing i think though that something like the world cup there is going to be nothing else like the world cup but for years it would take years to build up a player base and a history and a event feel what we got and and this is clearly third hand because we <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was one of us was at the world cup and uh, having having fun and reporting back but that that was such an impression of what was good about a massive non-official tournament
1: so what i, I hear that and with like the funding stuff you're saying ben I, I i was just i just bring it up here, what happened with StarCraft 2. Here's a good example. So there was the World Champion Series, the WCS, which I think was the biggest thing, and that was sanctioned by Blizzard. So Blizzard ran that for StarCraft. But then, as soon as they stopped caring about StarCraft, they just ditched it. And someone else comes in, and now it's like, it's the ESL Pro Tour. It's run by a game's company yeah. for ESL. Yeah. And like, it, like, this is still like a massive deal, especially in like South Korea and things. But it's like, why, I, why I don't like the fact when the companies get involved is as soon as it stops becoming like their thing they care about anymore, they just don't care. They just drop it. And it, and like if this was run like a bigger thing by someone else to begin with, it would just kind of keep growing and growing. It's like the thing that they're focused on doing. But running a tournament series is not something the Games Workshop would care about. It's not something they would want to care about. It doesn't bring them immediate revenue, and I can kind of get that, like from a company point of view, it's not. Super profitable, I can't imagine. Or it's especially like oh, yeah. it might be long term profitable, it, 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 but short term, again, yeah, that's it's, a, it's care an
0: about. obvious marketing cost, and that's that's yeah. kind of my angle. That's why, because I mean, crikey, I just I this is everything that I I'd want to do. We've streamed some tournaments, and it was not really worth the effort. Not, and I don't mean that from a money point of view, but we got more views just us three hanging out playing a a, a game uh for four hours and that people enjoyed that and then some people enjoyed the tournaments but it was there was nothing people weren't that fussed by it which is really interesting because we did it several times to try it because i wanted to do it because i was like we can do this um and it just it's just the there's 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 like something about it being on the main channel that is just quite quite cool Um, and that's why it's a wish list is because i'm a hundred percent aware that this will probably never happen and if it does it will be lackluster and covered in two warhammer community articles across the entire year and that is a shame that is why we are running our tournament series next year to add a bit more of that gravitas and by the point this has come out i'm hoping Entoyment have agreed all the other dates so that we can I'll put our little video on the feed and everything so that we can confirm it because there is something to a season and yeah. there's something to a season and like you said ben like if we want to do something cool the games workshop are probably just not that well invested to do it and actually we can still get so much of that feeling and so much of that vibe without having to wait for the corporation to do it um and I work in a corporation, and you, you've got that return of investment just simply because you have to be wise with a corporation because otherwise people lose jobs. Um, and actually, that's why Bloodbot, I think, has grown and been so strong is because there's a big enough player base for solos and third parties to make a living. Group fun, You know, all those guys to, to do stuff and make a living. But there's not enough money for a thousand people corporation, potentially. And it's, it's an interesting one. Anyway, that was my wish list. And it will always forever be a wish list is a pro tour for Blood Bowl in the same way that wizards do it. <clears throat> I'm aware we're running a bit long, guys. So, uh, But uh, it's always oh, nice sure. to chat That could have been you. a whole
1: debate episode, that one. Uh, we,
0: we might have to do that.
1: <laughs> I already have.
0: <laughs> Potentially. Any more for any more on the wish list?
1: I think that's it.
2: That's
0: yeah, covered mine. i do just yeah i do want to find a way I, this is this is my last three minute ramble <clears throat> i don't want to find a way to get blood bowl a bit more mainstream i don't know what it is i don't know how it how it can be done and i think it's doing brilliantly when it comes to growth at the moment. Whether it's Blood Bowl two, Blood Bowl three was not the promised one, um, but I don't know. I just, just I just, I don't know. Trips like there's just there is just something about being part of this community that makes you just want to bring more people in to experience it. And I think you know BT with his trip to the World Cup and just how bitten by the tournament bug he is is a really good indicator
2: but i, th- I think there's a number of things that we've talked about there that if some of those come off they would all a- 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 as a combination they would enable it if if the game the computer game version of it works that will bring more people in if there are more teams that will bring
1: people in i think I they're there going are. to miss the vote on that one <laughs> i think the launch of the game What's the time Ah,
0: this Three. is what we were just saying. It's just yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Is that, yeah. that whole like the community that we've got in Blood Bowl is so varied and so rich and so deep. You just want to bring more people in just because why would you not? Like, ah, you love it. It's wicked. Like, come on, it's a great game. Like people are great. It's it's so creative, it's so competitive, it's just it's really good. And you wanna spread it, you wanna get more people in. And I think of all the work, all the games that are out there, like tabletop games it doesn't have the spectacle of 40k or uh no nah, not not sigma um but 40k it doesn't have the spectacle of the, 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 but it's just a better game in all every single way and it's like this is just the truth like this is the truth this is the wargaming truth and you're more than any other game you get board gamers you get video gamers, you get war gamers all playing it and i just i don't know, I want to spread the
1: word do you know what i think the barrier is i won't we're running over i'll touch on this briefly i think it's sports i think the reason why people don't get into blood bowl is because it's sports
0: but what's the most exciting thing about sports ben it's that one it's the story it's brock purdy yeah, um coming in as the backup
1: nerds are talking about they don't care about the brock nerdy or whatever his name is they care about
0: um but they do care (laughs) about the story they Um, do care about the story they they,
1: they want to know about how like johnny laz like took down the emperor himself (laughs) they 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 want to know about like fake stories they don't care about sports that's i think that's the barrier for a lot of people i was that barrier it's only until i played the game where i realized how sick it is that's, I that's think for that's me. Like point. a lot of friends, I'm just like, do you want to play blood bowl And they're just like, oh, I don't
0: really like oh. football. Hmm. Challenge accepted.
1: I think if it wasn't, I think that guns, I think more people play it. <laughs> uh,
0: we need Barrack Fire Blast. Come on, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, ben, uh, did you have Milton's little wish list? Was there anything else on there that we've not spoken oh,
1: yeah. about? He had some hobby ones,
0: um... he had some good hobby
1: ones. Uh, he said he wanted to learn and apply more basing techniques rather than my often vanilla gray or brown. That's pretty good. Uh, my yeah. tip for that is just add height, add bits of cork, vary the height, and you're fine. Um, there you go. Yeah. If you want to make a basing, how more much interesting. height
0: do you need? <laughs>
1: as much as you like. Yeah, just add height variations. That, that, that tends to be good. Um, he said, also said utilize my airbrush for more interesting effects like underspray. I think that's pretty cool. Um,
0: I think he's gonna, he's gonna he's gonna try that for one of the uh, the bonehead championship teams.
1: Marco for Sony, not just Mecca, really good for that. Um, and paint at least one mini or star player to a much higher standard, which I think is respectable. Spend more time on a model.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to actually paint my Amazons and, and paint them as opposed to get them ready. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's a valid one. That's a valid one. Right. That was wonderful guys. Thank you. Sorry I ran out. I I said to Tiff, I was like, this would probably be a pretty quick one. Um, but do you know yeah. what? It's just it's just nice to chat with you all. And um everybody out there, Merry Christmas. Merry um, Christmas. I think we agreed the schedule would be pushed back a week in January. So you might have a, an extra week in between episodes, but Games Workshop will release loads of stuff between them, so there'll be plenty of things on the feed.
2: I think we we agreed that that we push it back and also there is the uh, impending uh new child in family which is no doubt to either speed up slow down or make podcasts <laughs> a, a whole new set of topic questions
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah the timeline is getting ropey on this one tiff's like i can't believe it like she's not here yet and i was like yes but remember like it, it can be like the morning and then the evening you have a child I was like, so so it's it's okay. Like, just because it feels like it's going along. We've still got two days to the due date and it can take less than half a day for the child to get here. So she's not late until she's actually late. Because that really upsets me as a human being when someone tells you off for not for doing something when you haven't done it yet. I'm like, well, I'm not late yet. It's just Tiff's like, oh, don't forget to do this. And I'm like, it needs to be done by Tuesday. It's not Tuesday yet. I'm not, it's, it's, it's I, 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 I wait till, you know. And um, yeah <laughs> so she's gonna turn up when she's good and ready and yeah. um well best of luck thank you thank you very much very exciting right right guys time to wrap up thank you very much and we'll be back soon with more bubble content happy blocking